Blog Talk Radio. This is All About Wine, the talk show dedicated to the wine industry since 2009. Featuring winemaker, solo master, figurist, and tasting expert, Ron. Basically, what we're trying to do on this program is just trying to educate people on the no, we really have had some, some neat people on the program. I, yeah. I just, just I love that. Post I love that. questions and comments during the live show on our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash allaboutwinebtr. Again, that's www.facebook.com forward slash allaboutwinebtr. All About Wine is on. Here's Rod. Hey! Another week. Yeah. Thank you, Buster. Yeah. Oh, I have to clear that out. Yeah, welcome to the show. It's uh, Thursday, something, I don't even know, 20th? 20th 20th of May. 20th. Yeah. 7.01 p.m. Eastern Time. Yes, we are live. Eastern and, Daylight. Uh, yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Welcome and to Facebook my, and my, welcome to YouTube. And YouTube. You said you got us hooked up to YouTube now, so, yeah. you know, you, you all can listen to us on YouTube. Not watch us. We do not want ourselves watched. We just no. want you to listen to us. Let's see the slideshow. Yeah. Well, there's a slideshow yeah. going. That, that, yeah. That yeah. Is going. Yeah. That, that's one thing that you can do. <laughs> But it's not like us live sitting here chatting, you know. No, no there's no way that's going to happen. No um, way that's going to happen. I, in fact, I, uh, Cap, uh, we had him on mm-hmm. oh, a couple yep. months ago now. And uh, we were doing just video in the group that he's in. And then last week, my phone rings and he calls me up. And he found a way to call up everybody on the phone. And we all are there live with our faces and everything else. And I said, are we, we doing a show? And he goes, no, this is just an experiment. This is just a talk tonight. We'll, we'll see. And then last night I was out playing golf. I got back and I looked at my phone and he had called to hook us up again for a show. And I'm going, Oh my gosh, you know, I mean, you know, it's, I don't know if, you know, that, that, that might be scary for all the people out there, but yeah. Uh, yeah. You did it. You did it at the winery all this time. I mean, this can't be any. Yeah. Difference. Well, well, well that's, that's, Yeah, it's some. Um, yeah. Oh well. But yeah. You know, the winery. I'm prepared for it. Like when he first called, I just got back from playing golf, and and yeah. it was, you know. So, but uh, no, <laughs> you you can go to YouTube and watch a little slideshow as it goes through, but not us. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So, 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 yeah, we uh, we have a guest tonight, Gracie Peter, who is general manager of uh, Luvino. Uh, it's a wine-inspired restaurant in Indiana, Kentucky, and Ohio. I guess branches around there. And she's also a level two certified sommelier. And she just recently started her own podcast, so we'll talk to her about that. And it looks like she just called in. Good for you, Gracie. Uh, let's uh, 
with no further ado, as they say, let's bring Gracie onto the show. Yay. Hello, Gracie. Welcome to All About Wine. I think this thing's in. Okay, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome to All About Wine. Can you Glad you can join us. Yes, we can. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for having me. Oh, it, it's our pleasure. Believe me. Uh, so, I uh, was just introducing you uh, before we actually brought John. You probably heard me. Uh, yes, Luvino. You know, Luvino, a restaurant that is different locations, Indiana, Kentucky, and Ohio. Is that correct? That is correct. We started in Kentucky in a town called Louisville, which is where the Lou from Luvino comes from. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Lou is Louisville, Vino, wine, Luvino. Well, I was going (laughs) to ask where you got that name, but that just sort of, you know, Slid right in there. That was perfect. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, Luvino, uh, did you are you instrumental in starting Luvino, or uh, did you join the cast and crew after it had been started? So I joined after the first store started. I was a part of the opening team for the second store, the second location. Our first location was in Louisville, of course. Our second location was in another part of Louisville. And that's where I came on, and that was in 2016. So my store has been open almost five years, yes. Wow. And you made it through the the pandemic shutdowns and everything okay, it sounds like. So that's that's good, yeah. (laughs) We shut down for a little bit. It's been a a tough year and a half, but we are busier than ever now, so we are very happy to see that. Fantastic. Well, that's great because there's so many places that did not make it, so it's good to hear that. Yeah. Thank you. you have two locations in Louisville, and you have uh, uh, you know, where in those places? Yeah, so our third location, um, we opened only six months after the second location, and that is in Fishers, Indiana. So it's a little suburb outside of Indianapolis. Um, Luvino 4 was in, is in Cincinnati, so it's in downtown Cincinnati in a place called Over the Rhine. That was the fourth, and then the latest and greatest is Luvino Five, which is in Mass on Mass Avenue in downtown Indianapolis. So oh, that's wow. five total, and they all opened within in a short period of time. It's quite impressive what the ownership was able to pull off. <laughs> it sounds like, it. and you know, the timing right before COVID was not a good thing. Oh. But I'm glad you made it through it. So. Yeah, we're all we're all open. We're all operating. Um, some some stores are having a harder time coming back, but. Um, I, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. We're all very excited for summer. We're seeing restrictions lifted and capacity opening up, and um, it's starting to feel a little bit normal again, which is, is which is nice. The new normal, I guess. Yeah, the new normal. It's. The I was just normal. thinking, thinking about the new normal today. I mean, we 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 can look at the old normal as hardly any delivery of anything, you know, and all these other businesses and all that, that never really existed until COVID. Now somebody can call you up and say, prepare a meal. I've got a driver coming by and picking it up and, you know, a half hour and we're doing stuff like that now. We are. And we have actually um, been doing that as well. So we, we shut down, um, and each state was a little bit different, but we shut down for at least four or five weeks, and then we decided to try the carry-out thing. And it was 
it was crazy. I was, it is, it's, <laughs> it's crazy that we just had to, you know, our entire business model was flipped upside down and we had to figure out this new way to serve people and, you know, to go back, you know, putting everything in carryout containers and, you know, that kind of, that carryout business has sustained itself. It slowed down a little bit recently, but people I think are really enjoying it. And I think it's going to be a thing that sticks around. And, and that's just it. That's when we say new normal, that's, that's something that came from the COVID that I don't think is going to oh, go yeah. away in any business. It's uh, I don't just, either. Uh, uh, and, and especially things like, you know, remote tastings and stuff like that that has started yes. during the COVID. That's going to continue, yeah. I think. You know, that's, Virtual wine classes have been a thing we've tried. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff is so interesting and something we may have never thought about before. Now we yeah, and, it's fun to have so much more opportunity. And we got sort of shoved into it, and we're going, well, wait a minute. This isn't too bad after all. This is a good way <laughs> right. to contact me. And yeah. So. Uh, Luvino, uh, what is the theme, the concept of the restaurant? Yeah, so the concept, um, it started as a really small little wine bar. It's evolved throughout the years. Our first location is our smallest location in a really cool, eclectic town in Louisville um, in the Highlands on Bardstown Road. And it started out as just trying to be a wine bar, and I think um, – it blew up. It, it went crazy in the beginning, but everyone wanted food. So they incorporated uh, more full-size or full-service restaurants, um, added an entire small plates menu, and it just it kept kept being a craze, and people, people really responded well to it. So with the, the success of that and a full-service restaurant with a huge wine program, um, we do over 60 wines by the glass. We use wow. – um, wine stations that preserve the wine using argon controlled machinery and um, we serve southern style food and it's it's very cool because each location has a different obviously a different executive chef so half of our menu stays the same year round and the other half each chef per location gets to play around with seasonal items local items that kind of stuff so we change up half our menu three or four times a year which keeps things really fresh and fun and keeps people looking forward to coming back and visiting us. And um, it's interesting, you know, through COVID, of course, small plates for so long, and we always encourage, you know, sharing plates and trying all kinds of things. But when we reopened for dine-in with, um, after the pandemic hit, we were like, well, maybe we can't encourage sharing plates anymore. So we even had to, you know, revamp our menu a little bit. So we're more, you know, regular entree style with still some small plate aspects to us. But Baseline is we're Southern-inspired dishes with an eclectic chef-driven twist, a large wine program, 60 wines by the glass, and um, we keep our beers local, and we have craft cocktails, and a great great ambiance. It's a, it's a great little spot. You mentioned Southern style. Okay, now I'm, uh, I'm, Mike and I are located in Florida here, and Southern style. I think southern style is uh, fried chicken and maybe <laughs> some fish and yes. you know and I'm, I'm thinking okay wine with these it seems to me right? like your job is really <laughs> something because you're going to have to find a, a, a match with these southern style foods which really don't lend themselves to wine I would think. It is so true yeah you think you know when you're pairing wine it's all French food Italian food some Spanish mm-hmm. cuisine, but yeah, the Southern inspired cuisine was really not meant for wine. It's more, you know, bourbon and wheat beer, 
uh, which mm. we do carry. But and that's that's the special thing about us is that we do have wines that you know I think there's a wine for everything and a wine for every person. So it's really up to our service staff and of course as my my job to create a list and recommend wines that pair well. You know, one of our most popular items is fried chicken tacos. We put fried chicken and mashed potatoes uh-huh. and gravy in a taco. And it's oh, my God. Fantastic. <laughs> um, but it's fun because, you know, you can play around with, yes, it's, it's, it's you know, something you would have never thought of. It's on all of no. our menus. But it's fun because you can pair sparkling wine or rosé, and it, it's, it goes really well together. Well, I can see it where it would, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, uh, actually, that sounds good if you think about it. Don't I know, that, right? You know, it, really, it really does. Uh, your, your wine list, Are you? Uh, do you lean toward any country, any style, anything? Uh, it would seem to me like being in the Midwest there, you could – draw from a lot of local wineries. I mean, there's wineries all over that area there. There are, and it's surprising. They're a little hard to get. <laughs> so we really, really? Do focus a lot on California. Yeah. Um, we like to have, you know, the state, you know, keep things. We, I would say most of our list is New World. A lot of it is California. Um, but that's just what the people want, you know. It's, we don't really have right. a lot of calls for local wine um, just because we're so used to drinking California wine or French wine, whatever. Um, but we try to have a little something for every country, every popular region. And what's great about our wine list is we do wine flights. So we have pre-selected wine flights where you can sample three different wines, um, and they're, they're, they're categorized in a theme. So we have our sparkling wine flight, we have our rosé flight, we have a Pinot Noir flight, and each wine in that flight is going to be a different style, a different region, um, different producer. So it's, it, it's really fun. It's fun to play around oh, with, for sure. Well, it definitely sounds like it with uh, with the different flights. Right. It gives people a chance to try different ones without having to buy the bottle or even a glass of each one. Because exactly. then they can take a sip of it and go, oh, I hate this, but I still got to drink this glass. <laughs> you know, <I'm> exactly. <laughs> so, or they can all share a flight and, you know, whoever doesn't yeah, like that go. one, that someone will drink it, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, that's a good way to do that. Good way to start introducing people to different types of wine too, because that's yes, exactly. You know, and like you say, and, and I understand uh, people drink California wines and all that, but people tend to get stuck. And I agree. You know, if if you different flights and all that might get them out of their ruts. You know, I always order Merlot, or I always order. <laughs> you know, rosé or whatever. And it's Absolutely. so hard to get people out of those ruts when it comes to wine and start trying something and enjoying something new. And the flights are a good way to do it. Uh, yeah, I was just, yes, you know, I agree. you know, Kentucky, Ohio, I've been to wineries in, in those states. Actually, uh been quite a few wineries in Kentucky and Ohio and around. And uh, uh, this is someone around Indianapolis, and there's some great wines around there. It would seem to me there like are. you would start promoting and trying to push those a little bit more. Uh, yeah, you know, we should. We haven't. We do a special wine flight of the month every month, and that's something we we've always talked about. We just haven't pulled the trigger yet. So it's definitely something we talked about as a company. It's just hard to get it get it everywhere. Yeah, I mean, it just it's. Uh, some I, I, I never forget. I start visiting wines in Kentucky, and, and you walk into the the door of a Kentucky winery, 
and all of them basically the same greeting. Hi, welcome to such and such winery. We used to be a tobacco grower, and it seems to be the <laughs> opening line. Yeah, you know, we used to be a tobacco grower, and now we're a winery. You know? <laughs> What a perfect you know. transition, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is. It's uh, every <laughs> so often I heard that when I was up there. Uh, yeah, well, that's that awesome. the the restaurant sounds sounds exciting. So your restaurant, you say the one that you from the beginning you've been working on that is larger, obviously, than the first one. They decided to approach it just as a food place, not they just did. a wine bar. Yes, they did. So, yeah, we're in a more uh, suburban neighborhood, so a little more residential. Um, our first location is a little bit more of on a touristy end, but it's also in the mecca for food and dining. So we get more, um, I would say our weekday business is more consistent just because we have all the surrounding homes. Um, and we also have a very large patio that we just expanded. So dining outdoors oh. um, is one of the big draws for our location. We yeah, also have some private event spaces that we get to host parties in, and it's uh, yeah, oh, they definitely wow. had a bigger idea in mind with, with the next few locations for sure. Oh, very good. Uh, you are a level two certified sommelier. Now, I, explain what a level two sommelier is, as opposed to a. a level one or level three or green level or whatever. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So the, <laughs> obviously the certificate is a little, it's a little, uh, I'll try to explain it as best I can. So yeah. So the certification I went through was through the court of master sommeliers and there's four levels, um, level one to level four, level four being master sommelier, which is the most prestigious award you can um, achieve. And I began, obviously, you have to begin at level one, and it's um, just a written exam after you take a two-day course that's taught by a handful of master sommeliers. So it's a very, very, very cool experience. Um, You just have to go in with some some knowledge for sure. Once you pass that written exam, um, you then are eligible to participate in the level two exam, which incorporates another written exam that's much more difficult um, and then a tasting portion, a blind tasting portion, and a service portion. So this, the Court of Master Sommeliers is um, geared towards restaurant professionals because they incorporate the service aspect, whereas there's other certifications you can achieve that are just um, theory, which is the written portion, or tasting as well. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a lot of self-study. There's no class. There's no course. There's a recommended reading. Um, they encourage you to join a tasting group to get your blind tasting skills down and then uh, work in a restaurant or some sort of uh, service industry job where you're serving people and serving wine. Mm, and um, okay. once you reach level two, you are a certified sommelier that does not expire. And then that, again, you are then eligible to achieve the level three, which is advanced. So it goes level one, level two is certified, level three is advanced, and level four is master. And that is mm-hmm. quite a jump. <laughs> so the, yeah, I, I, oh, yeah. I believe the largest jump is between two and three, where it gets much, much more difficult. We have had guests on who were level three, and they have told us yeah. what it involves. And it's like, oh, my gosh. I mean, it is. It, it's, it's, a lot. it's just <laughs> crazy what the – 
what you have to do to get to that level. Right. I mean, it's uh, uh, one person said something about uh, having to know how to serve, and if you do something wrong while you're serving, you can lose. You know, you can fail that particular certification oh, yeah. and reapply. Yeah. What six months you have to wait or a year before you can reapply again something and like all that. that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you yeah, know, it's, it's very just very intense. Very intense, and you know, I mean, just to get to level two is like congratulations. It's it's a big step there, and you know, to go on yeah, from there is just uh, a lot of work. I test I know, terribly. I always have people ask. Yeah, I always have people ask if I'm going to keep going. I'm just not sure yet. <laughs> yeah, it's I know. A lot it's, of it's, time and the well, effort to put in. It, and it is, and you know, you have to weigh the fact that, okay, I'm a level two, what's it going to do for me if I become a level three? And is right. it going to be worth all that work and effort and knowledge and everything? And you, you probably get a lot of the knowledge already, but, uh, you know, testing yes. in it, all, all that is, you know, and I'm a terrible tester. I, I, <laughs> I never try to do all those because I, test horribly. I, I've always been that way my whole life, and so I've never attempted yeah, that's, to try that. I, I do see that as one of the disadvantages of the certifications, because it's what drew me, because I am a great test taker, and I always have been, yeah. but I see how if you're not, it's a little bit unfair, because it's especially the written portion, it is um, some of the way they word the questions make it very difficult. You know, it's it's very standard textbook test. <laughs> It's yeah, really and cool. and that's and I've I've always uh, you know whenever it comes to testing and everything I've always been very poor. You know, I passed the test, but not like oh look at me. I mean, it's like whew, I made it past that one. You know, and, and that's how, yeah. that's how I've I've always been. So you know, some of those uh, the sommelier certifications are ones I've never attempted because I just I know I'll get so frustrated right. I would. Um, so it's not worth it. It, no, it isn't. It's not worth the certification. I mean, you know, I have the knowledge. It'd be nice to be able to have a certification and say, "Hey, look, this proves I have the knowledge." But still, it's uh, it's nice. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, you just recently started a new venture uh, on your own. Let's talk about that for a while. You have a podcast now. Yes, yes. Me and my friend Elena, who's my podmate, we started a podcast called Better with Wine and um, very similar to All About Wine. So it's fun to hear about yours. And we are very green. We were like, yeah, sure, during COVID, you know, we were like, Let's, we got to do something with our free time. And, you know, said, well, why not try to start a podcast? And I got to say, it's a lot easier said than done. <laughs> you've been doing it for so long and on a consistent weekly basis. is very impressive. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you. Is, yeah, we, we started in 2000. Podmate, you hear that, Mike? I've never never referred to you as a podmate. That's, that's something I'm going to, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that cute? Yeah, yeah that's cute. that's cute. Yeah, <laughs> I always say Mike, Mike, my co-host, but I, now I can say Mike, my podmate. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's been fun. You know, we we wanted to try to make some create something that people could listen to that helps them understand wine a little bit more, much like your podcast, and it's. It's honestly, we both love wine. We have a passion for wine, and we met in the service industry at Luzino, actually. 
and um, have been friends ever since. But, you know, it, it really, it's been a challenge for both of us because we both, we love it. We love wine, but it's hard to simplify it, even if that's your goal. And it's even just hard recording a podcast. It's, we, we, I can't believe you all do live every week. We edit a lot of stuff on ours. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we started, uh, uh, Mike approached me way back when, when I had the winery. And he said, yeah. uh, let's, let's do a podcast from here during one of your festivals. And I said, okay. So he came and set up actually out the back door away from everybody because the wind was blowing so hard that he was getting the, this wind blowing through his mic. And so he set up around back and uh, did the podcast from there. And, you know, I'd step out and join him every once in a while. But after that, he says, well, let's, uh, are you interested in the uh, weekly thing? And so we went through a lot of trial and errors and we still do. It seems like it just is Never has ran completely smooth and easy the whole time, but um, we've, we're on uh, a couple, three different formats. Now we are on uh, face on Facebook. Uh, now we're on Blog Talk Radio, which has served us well for the last what ten years yeah. now. You know, so yeah, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> eleven years now. But yeah, you know, every week we we get out there and. and uh, just have fun with it. We've had guests. We've had some great guests over the years. I that's always been one of our favorite things is some of the guests we've had, and it's just fascinating. Some of the stories they have, and some of the things they have to say, and it, it's uh, yeah, that's something we we look we look forward to doing one day. We'd love to have some of our. We we just did a bonus episode actually where we had some of our service industry friends come in and that was a fun episode. Just having other people on and being able to get another point of view and another perspective on things it was really a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know, and that's it. I used to to start out. I'd call up wineries and I'd talk to them, interview them for a while on the phone, then I'd tell about them on the show and Mike mentioned, well, maybe some of these people might like to come on the show instead of just talking to them. So I started yeah. to ask them, we got a show coming up. Would you like to do it? And uh, you, in this industry, it is absolutely amazing how many people love to talk about what they do. It is <laughs> you really, uh, people love to talk yeah. about their winery or their, their job in the, wine business and we've had oh, so many people i we've had lawyers uh we've had uh people from around the world different countries that have been on over the years and stuff like that and yeah. everybody likes to talk about what they do and which makes <laughs> what we do you know on this program so easy because I'll sit out there and say, well, tell me about your winery. And a half hour later, they say, okay. Then I ask one more question, and a half hour later, they're done. I mean, it's just it's great yeah. uh, to that talk about. So, yeah, it is. You'll, you'll find that, too, as as you progress with your, uh, yeah, with so. your podcast. So we, how, often is your, how often is your podcast? So we just recorded our first season. We both are working full-time, and Elena actually just – um, found out she was pregnant a few months ago, so she's been oh. doing that. So we, I know it's, it's huge news. So we had to take a little break. Um, she's in between yeah. jobs. Yeah. <laughs> <There you laughs> no, go. It's so 
Yes, uh. it's her first, so it's been a it's been so so exciting. Um, but we had this idea. It was like, okay, we'll get through season one. And we actually found out she found out she was pregnant right before we started recording. So she was like, well, now I'm not going to be able to drink on the podcast. Such a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> She's so bummed because we, we like to incorporate tasting into some of our episodes, and um, so we kind of had to fake it, but that's okay. Um, that's part of it, I suppose. Um, but, yeah, so we would record. We were recording in advance because we were um, didn't trust ourselves to keep to a schedule, and it's a good thing we did because there were a few weeks we had to miss. And uh, so we recorded, I think it was 11 episodes for season one, and then those are all out now, and we're in the works. We're actually going to start recording for season two on Monday, so we're back oh. in the swing of things. Yes, we're very excited. And um, so we'll, we'll record a bunch in advance again and release them every week. We like to release them on Wednesdays, and we'll re- release them weekly until season two is complete. How long are you looking at as a season? I mean, I noticed this first season here. I'm, I'm on your your podcast page. You know, notice this first okay. season here has got, what, 15 episodes. That that going to incorporate a season to you? Yes, I think we're looking at 13 for season two. So we're going to do something a little different. Season one, we, we focused on very popular varietals, and we focused each episode on a specific grape and kind of went into some history, what the grape is supposed to be like, where it comes from. We would taste a couple of wines um, of that grape, and then we, we incorporated some fun stuff like trivia and uh, fun facts. So season two, we're going to focus more on countries and regions mm-hmm. and then what wine grows and is produced there. So we're kind of taking the opposite end of the spectrum and Trying to simplify as far as if you're looking for a certain country, what you can expect, where, what to buy, that kind of stuff. So um, we're excited. We're going to start with France. So we're going over a lot of French regions on – no, I think we're starting with Italy. I misspoke. Yes, I think we're starting with Italy. So we'll start there. And it's a huge, huge topic, but we're going to try to simplify it as best we can. I – did regions uh, a few years ago. I, I say a few years ago. We've been on for you know eleven years now. Twelve? Oh wow. Uh, Thirteen? I don't know. I I, I, I <laughs> lose track. Of, yeah, I, I lose track of how many seasons. But we spent a lot of time. You know, seven eight years ago or more. I guess it's been nine years ago. About different regions around the world, and it was like three four episodes for each region i i yes it's i don't see how you're going to condense it into an episode and your episodes aren't long either i mean they're they're, you're not even an hour here i'm looking at the time on these things and yeah we try to keep them around 45 so i think our, our grand plan is to have two parts per country so we'll try red wine in part one white wine in part two and then we're going to try to just zip through and Simplify yeah. <laughs> because it, there's so much. Yeah, there's so I, much. I try to do, uh, you know, a region or a uh, a country, and it's like, no oh, way. well, <laughs> no, you can't. Where do you concentrate Mm-mm. on? And what? I mean, Italy. You go. You can go from the boot all the everywhere. way up to, <laughs> and they're different everywhere. And you Absolutely. know, same thing with France and Spain and. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can do something. Stay tuned. (laughs) Yeah, you got. That's been the biggest challenge for us, though, is really trying to 
simplify it down for the beginner wine drinker or the, you know, someone who's trying to get into wine and figuring out where to start. I don't know. It's, it's been, that has definitely been our biggest challenge aside from learning how to listen to ourselves talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, we never go back and listen to the shows and say, okay, well, let's cut this out. Let's do that. There's been some shows where we have cut That's stuff out. That's the way out, to do it. <laughs> but there, I mean, basically so we, we're, we're live. Yeah. But, I'd rather, I'd rather have it recorded because there have been some shows where I just, oh, okay, we need to take this out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've, we've, laptop or whatever you're on. <laughs> yeah. We've, we've well, got some stuff we've had to take out. Yeah. But, but, well, it's um, funny too, even we edit and sometimes I listen back and I'm like, Oh man, I wish I didn't say that. I wish we could have, wish we would have taken that out. <laughs> you're never going to be know, happy. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I think, I think the listeners, want to hear that you know like like on here yeah. many times I, it's like an imperfection and they want to hear that natural yeah. you know without that right. type of stuff i mean i don't know I, I mean right. if you could do it's live, more relatable, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. they, they kind of tune point. in and uh, that's a that's a possible but it'd be great if you could get you know some some uh guests on from those other countries uh, i mean right uh, um yeah oh uh, it'd be exciting but um yeah, There's so much and out there. We're definitely um, and you can yeah. do it too. I mean, with, with the uh, the phone systems now and stuff like this, it's so easy. We talked to people from Australia. We've talked to uh, uh, a guy just landed in Bali one morning, and he was a guest on the show. We've talked to yeah. people all over the country here, ah. and, and so you can always, you know, find somebody in another country that would be willing. I mean, look up. The wineries online and just pick up the phone and call them. I mean, it really That's, is that yeah. simple. We and haven't even tried that. So hearing how that it is that simple is nice. <laughs> you know, it it really it's is. It's been a big challenge in our brains, but it might be a little easier than we think. It, yeah, it is. I mean, I just, uh, I, when I started to book different wineries from different states and I would pick a state and we were going through it alphabetically and I would call a winery and I'd say, you know, my name's Ron. I have a winery. I, I do a podcast called All About Wine every Thursday. I'd like to get you on the program. Would you be willing? And they go, I can't this week. How about next week? I mean, it wasn't like oh. pulling teeth. It was just like, yeah, okay. You know, we'll let you talk about your winery and stuff like that. And sure. It, it doesn't have to ask. What I've always yeah, told. And, <laughs> yeah. Well, there's some saying no, I'd rather not, and all that. But and again, once oh, you get them on, it's uh, you say, okay, I'm going to talk about this on the show, and then you get a guest on there, and the guest just starts running with it. And you're going, okay, well, so much for my ideas. What we're talking about, we'll just let the guest take mm-hmm. it, and it works that way. I, I think your That's I think perfect. your biggest obstacle has been uh, their their reluctance is because they don't know what you're going to throw at them, and you know, a couple of them had said like, "Oh, I can only spend 15 minutes," and an hour and a half later, they're still <laughs> yeah. You know, and oh that's fantastic. <laughs> they're still talking. But, yeah. I think they're nervous about being put on the spot. Like, you know, that yeah. I think you you told me on a few times about that. And as long as you let them know, you know, I'm not going to throw anything out there that's going to be embarrassing or or throw you out yeah. like, uh, you know, you don't know something. It's it's uh you know it's it's a free flow oh, yeah. thing, and you get you get all kinds of people responding to yeah, it. Yeah, I love it. It's really just creating conversation, which is very good. Yeah, I tell people, we're just going to talk. I'm not going to try to 
any gotcha questions. I'm, you know, I'm not yeah. going to yeah. try to put you in the corner and gotcha. You know, it's just like, you gotcha. know, tell us about this. Stuff. And people just, they, they tend to rely. I had, <laughs> I had one interview. Uh, I can't remember the winery. Uh, pleasant young man. He was, uh, I think he was the winemaker or something. But, boy, I'll tell you what. Everybody else, you say, well, what type of grapes are you growing? And they would go on about the vineyard and the size of the vineyard and when they mm-hmm. planted and all that stuff. And But this young man, I said, what type of grapes are you growing? He goes, Merlot, Cabernet, and Chardonnay. <laughs> and that would that's, be it. I mean, it. he would stop right there. <laughs> and I go, okay, uh, how many acres do you have? 12, 10, and 3. Okay, yeah, and it just—it was just like, oh my gosh! I just usually people just start running with the question, and he just answered the right. question, and that was it. And it just—it was right. tough. That was one of the hardest interviews because he just, I had to I had to drag it out of him. But uh, yeah, we found out everything. But we've talked to people who have uh, have organic vineyards we've talked to people who have biodynamic vineyards uh we've talked to uh people who are there's new certification out there uh geez uh help me out on this mike what is what is this latest certification uh, we've been the sip 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 yeah sip new new certification SIP certifications. We've talked to people who've had that, and it's just it's fascinating uh, the different things. So you 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 just you got yourself so much. I mean, you know, uh, you can just start dwelling into and doing stuff here. And uh, yeah, that's so encouraging to hear. You know, because we are so new to the industry in general, and relatively speaking, and you know, I've only been really into the wine business for four and a half, five years. So I feel like there's just so much opportunity and there's so much to know and learn. And I oh, yeah. never, this is the beginning. <laughs> never can learn it all. No matter what you no, do, it's just, it's just always, you, you, I, I pick up something and I go, Oh my gosh, I never knew that. And this, you know, like these new certifications are coming out now. Uh, these are right. fascinating. I mean, it's, you know, I, I yeah, some of these, it's it's to the point where not only do you have to have the vineyard and the winery and... Oh, my gosh. Did he cut out or did, did I? Oh. I don't know if you can... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Can you hear him? Are you guys there? <laughs> yeah, I'm, oh, there I'm here. Are. I don't know. Okay, you know, okay. Ron Maybe I there, cut but... out. I'm not sure. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, I yeah, can. Yeah, you. Okay. Yeah, I cut out really bad there for a little bit, but. Oh, okay. wow. Yeah, we, before the show started, we, and that's another thing with live here too, Gracie. We do have, <laughs> yeah. you know, situations <laughs> like this that happen. I love it. Oh, no, my. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's just what happens everyday life, you know. Perfect. Yeah, we we we've had some episodes where right in the middle of the episode, it's just like I started hearing the guests yeah. and Mike go, Ron, Ron, you there? Yeah. You, and my and then oh, you no. hear, hear this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we put the music on, so we <laughs> don't have dead air. 
Hey, at least you have sound effects. That's wonderful. Mike made up a perfect little board of sound effects, which, you know, we we play with all the time. It's it's great. Yes. We've got all sorts of things, you know, like, you know. Oh, okay. And this is always a good one, too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Um, so you know, what is your, yeah, what is your website for the podcast? I didn't get that address. Uh, the website is betterwithwinepod.com, and we try to keep our calendar upload updated. I don't know if it's quite updated right now with all of our episodes, and we'll let you know what we're drinking on the podcast, so you can drink with us if you like. Um, Better yeah, dash. I'm on the podcast here and it's it's showing dashes on it, but this Uh-oh. is the Apple. Yeah, podcast.apple.com, then U.S. Oh, podcast and Better With Wine. What? So, uh, what are you on? I'm, I just went to betterwithwinepod.com. I don't know what, what you're talking about, U.S. and something else. <laughs> Yeah, this is oh, – wow. I went – well, actually, I clicked on a link that was oh, in – yeah, in okay. her original – let's see. This is – Katie originally sent me this, and uh, she oh. had a, a link here that just said podcast, and so I clicked on podcast, oh. and it came up to – Pod, it's the the uh, site up at the top says podcast.apple.com uh, slash us slash podcast slash better with wine slash and then wow. an IT. Very different. That's, that's and that's <laughs> that's yeah. all the episodes and everything is here and then, and a little. Uh, Actually, it's a, a synopsis of each episode, and it tells how long the show is, and uh, uh, you know, really, and customer reviews. You've had one customer review okay. that gave you a five. All right. Hey, that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's nothing that's, like what I'm seeing. I'm yeah, over can, on the web. It's a lot easier. And you and you can listen to our episodes on the website as well, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, this yeah, is listen on the Apple Podcast. It gives you an opportunity oh, okay. here to listen and all this. I don't know. It's, it was a link that uh, Katie sent me that when she first contacted me about you, uh, oh. she she sent me this link, and so yeah. Uh, Anyways, yeah, I don't know. They'll both get you there, it looks like. <laughs> Wait a minute. We I just clicked on one here, and we got ourselves a disclaimer here. Why do we have to have a disclaimer? It says, no, oh this episode is explicit. It contains language <laughs> and content that may not be appropriate for listeners under 18 years old. Additionally, we do oh not condone God. drinking under the legal age limit. Wow. You guys cuss and say all sorts of bad words on there and everything? We don't cuss. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We That's... Drink. Yeah. Oh, funny. But... Yes, I but... see it now. That's so funny. Yep. Yeah. It must have been our it must have been our special guest. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> oh wow! Okay. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Uh, well, if you if you need a guest, give me a call or get, send me an email. Absolutely. I would okay. be happy to to come on the show with you and talk about all about wine, what we've done for the years and stuff like that, and oh, everything. Love that. And I know you were a winemaker. Yeah, yeah, I had a, had a winery here in in Florida and and uh, closed it cool. closed it down. Wow, what five years ago? Wow, a little over five years <laughs> ago. Uh, and so, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, had have that background on me and all that. But yeah, if if at any time you are looking, what are we going to do this week? Type thing, then uh, get in touch and uh, oh, more than good Thank you. Good way to test your, uh, you know, uh, connection with uh, an outside guest, I guess. Um, exactly. Yeah, that would use, be a perfect first time. Absolutely. Use, uh, Skype, I think we done we did a few with Skype and the, the number, the call-in number. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but anyway, back to back and to then, you. <laughs> yeah, now that we're on. Uh, Blocked off radio. We we go through them. The reason we have you call in too is because Mike hooks up to Facebook and YouTube before the show, and it basically blocks him out of calling the guests. So we have the guests call us, and we get you on that way. Yeah, I was wondering how it all worked. I was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna call, see what happens." Yeah, yeah, he's. uh, Mike is is my engineer. Not only is he my uh, podbud. I thought Captain was engineer. No, Pod, he was no. Captain's <laughs> my engineer. But yeah, you know, but Mike goes, yeah. but he's really the 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 brain behind a lot of these things that is going on here. So, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, so that's Elena. Elena is the one that handles all that on our end. I know. Yeah, I don't it, know yeah. How she even uploads the podcast to people so people can listen. I just show yeah, up. Mike, what is, <laughs> Mike's my Elena. What is yeah. the, what is uh, Elena's connection to wine? I mean, you all, you two met, you know, in the, in hospitality and at the, at, at, uh, Luvino. Uh, is that, is she, is she going into, uh, sommelier, sommelier also? I think I'm pronouncing that right. Um, yes. Yes, also, so, or yes. Just, yeah, so she has uh, achieved her level one certification and ah. I think she's going to go a different route. So she's going to take the, um, Oh, what's it called? Um, she's going to become a certified specialist of wine. She's going to achieve her CSW. So it's a little bit different. It doesn't include service. Um, I think it includes tasting. It definitely includes a bunch of written exams. So she's um, going a different route because she's not in the restaurant industry anymore. She's um, more on the retail side of things. Oh. So she, but, yeah, she, she loves wine. And it's fun because we have such different – I think we have very different tastes in wine and we, you know, each, she knows a lot about this region where I might know a little bit more about this region. So it's, it's not like we're on the same um, level with everything. So we can, we can, it's nice to have it. We both have very different perspectives with wine, which I think is really fun. Oh, good. Uh-huh. That's awesome. So, so she's, did you get your certifications she, here or did you get them in uh, France or, or some other place I'm thinking? Cause we had, we had somebody say they, they took their certification in France or some other like, oh, wow. uh, in Europe. Is there a difference? And they go, I, wasn't there a difference, Ron? Uh, yes, from what there I remember, is. They said they were, it's different taking it here versus um, 
in Europe. I, I didn't yeah. realize that. I thought it was a standard. Oh, wow. it, it is. Yeah, hmm. that, that's a good point because he did say that it was mm-hmm. – uh, it really doesn't transfer over the pond that easily because it's yeah. a different approach and everything. So, you know, good point. Wow. That is, yeah. And we're we're very lucky in Louisville where the exam actually comes here every year, every other year, something like that. We have a master mm-hmm. sommelier that lives in Louisville, and he hosts the oh. exam. So oh, I, didn't get, wow. I didn't have to travel very far. Yeah, it was really – I feel very fortunate to have that. So we actually have quite a – few sommeliers in Louisville that are all in the industry. A lot of them are sales reps, and uh, some of them own their own wine bars. It's, it's kind of a fun little uh, community here, which is it's been a lot of fun to discover, honestly. Wow. I wonder how many – that's an interesting point, too. How many areas, how many cities have their cluster of sommeliers because of – just like you say, wine bars and distributors and mm-hmm. sales and all that. I, you can get your first one or two levels a little bit easier. I mean, time you get to your third level, they're going, I'm not going to do that, and I'm happy with this. And I, mm-hmm. I, I'm curious. How many, there's, there may be a lot of sommeliers out there. I mean, you hear about there's only X number of master sommeliers in the country or right. around the world, but but the ones that have done the first and second steps, I'm sure there's quite a few more. So Yes, I think so. Yeah, I think, I mean, even in Louisville, there's probably, mm-hmm. you know, eight to ten that, that I can think of off the top of my head. But, yeah, we're just mm-hmm. a little small. You know, we're in Kentucky. We're not even in wine country or New York City or Chicago. You know, there's got to be thousands. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's a more popular thing um than it was, you know, maybe 10 or 20 years ago. I think it's becoming a more popular because the, in, the hospitality and restaurant industry is growing and I think people realize it's something that's never going to go away and it's evolving and people are really starting to take it more seriously. So this is, you know, just another aspect that you can uh, achieve working in working and, in restaurants. Excellent point, too, because it gives you a little more creed if you will, yes. when you're set, you exactly. know, when you're you're talking to people in your restaurant and stuff like that, when you have this sommelier, you know, and people don't even have to know why or what it came from or what's involved. They just see that title, and I think right. it gives you, like I say, more creed there. It gives you a little bit more of a uh, Ability so people look up and say, "What do you recommend?" You say this, and they go, "Okay, well then you're something. Yeah, you must know what <laughs> yeah, you're talking exactly. about." You know? Yeah, it's funny too because when I when I you know I, I we I have the whole server staff and all my new servers that are very new to wine or even ones that have been there forever and they they get a guess and ask them a question or something. I always tell them, you know. To say, hey, let me go get my sommelier, and then they're off the hook. You know, it's like then it's right. like, oh, okay. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like I swoop in, and it's everything's fine. But you know, it's it's funny. We try to teach them as much as we can, and some of them even do pursue the certifications, and they they all love wine at the at the end of the day. But you know, it's a lot. It's a lot of knowledge and a lot of education for. You know, if you don't have the passion for it, or you don't care to advance or whatever I'm, I'm always their backup plan so it's nice nice having me around i think sometimes and that's true and you know one of the things i used to do at the winery was i'd get a hold of restaurants that were doing wine and say is your servers familiar enough to be able to serve this and talk about this a little bit right. and yeah. a lot of I've restaurants did not 
yeah, they, a lot of them didn't have a sommelier in there, and they were just relying on their waiters, waitresses, uh, their their wait staff, I should say. That's a better right, term. Right. And I would go in and gather them all up and give them a half hour, forty five minute course on just some very basics that surprisingly a lot of wait staff in areas that serve wine weren't familiar with. And right. it you know, it doesn't take much to educate them a little bit, but it makes a big difference when they're sitting there at the table and are standing there and saying, okay, I recommend this wine, and they know a little bit what they're talking about. And like I used to tell Thank them, too, you. not only does it help the restaurant, but it also helps your tip. So this is money in your pocket. Absolutely. Along yeah. Yes, so. that's what I always tell them. I say, you know, the more you know, the more money you're going to make here because the more knowledgeable you are about our wine list, the more confidently you can recommend things and talk about them. And, yeah, that's that's been a huge aspect of Luzino is really teaching our server. They go through a pretty intense wine training when they start on as a server. And some people come from no wine knowledge at all. To some people have a little bit, you know, but yeah, that's yeah. amazing that you would do that. I, some of the best times I have with my staff is when, you know, a, a wine rep or someone comes in to teach their product, to teach about what they're selling so we can sell it better. It's, it's, invaluable. Yeah. it's perfect. And that, yeah. that's always always a good thing. A lot of your distributors will do that too. They'll talk about the uh, the wines that they're selling is, to the yeah. restaurant and you know, try to it. and try to promote it. Hmm. Uh, well, oh well. Oh, yeah. I know what I was going to say. <laughs> Mike isn't isn't. Uh, uh, Joy neighbors up in that area. Is she around Indianapolis or? or... I believe. So. I thought she was. She's. Um, I gotta look that up because I thought she moved to uh, th- that area. Let me check real quick. Yeah. Uh, anyway. uh, the reason I'm saying this, Gracie, we had a, we have a guest that has been on. Oh no! Over the years, she is she is popping uh, uh, recurring guests, and she. She had a blog, Joy's Joy of Wine. Am I okay? Just for a minute. Can you hear me? Okay. I can hear you. Uh, we we. Okay, she had a blog called Joy's Joy of Wine. And we got her on, we discussed about that. But she also is big into, and she has a blog called A Grave Interest uh, about cemeteries and gravestones and all that. And she's been a guest on the show. Uh, Yeah, it's a cool blog, it really is. You know, she describes some of the the grave markers and stuff and what they mean and all that. She has a book out now about that. But she is into ghosts and being haunted and stuff and every October we try to get her on the show and we talk about ghosts and she oh, cool. lives in that area I n- not exactly okay. sure where. Did you find as, as, of, as of October last year she's working at a distillery in Louisville Kentucky you oh. are kidding me no. that, which one <laughs> do you know uh, I have to read this. Uh, 
No, I don't think I wrote that far. <laughs> I don't down, think she but, I don't think she meant she mentioned the distillery, but I don't think she said which one. Joy wow, Neighbors. Cool. Joy, Joy Neighbors is her name. You know, neighbors just just like no special spelling, but Joy Neighbors. And uh but she's very knowledgeable in wine. She she does uh she had her, her podcast, she talked uh or not it was a blog, not a podcast, blog. a blog that she wrote. Okay. And then her blog on a grave interest. Uh, she had still does that too, and uh, she wrote a book about graveyards and stuff. But uh, very fun yeah. guest. See, we've uh, that is talked, so cool. Yeah, talked about and how uh, funny that she's in Louisville. Yeah, yeah. That, I, I <laughs> knew oh she was gosh. up in Who that area thought? there. Yeah, she'll have she to come is. see us at Luzino. <laughs> yeah, really. She's you know, probably uh, been, honestly, if she's like, if she loves wine. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, she does. She's 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 a big wine drinker, but she's there's haunted places up in Louisville and stuff like that that she's told us about. And so, oh, uh, but yeah, I just uh, yeah. I, it just dawned on me she was in that area, and I couldn't remember if it was Indianapolis or I didn't realize it was Louisville that she was. That she is was so at, cool. So, so there's you know somebody else in your area there that well, you're looking for. Yeah, out. <laughs> yeah, looking for a guest. She would be. A, she's always up to be a guest. I mean, you know, she's absolutely always been a good guest for us on the show. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, yeah. So, well, Mike, any other questions? Anything for Gracie here before? We let her get back to work. Actually, you probably do have to go back to work, don't you? <laughs> Actually, I took the I got the early night today, so we do lunch. So I did the lunch shift today and stayed through for a little bit of dinner service. Oh, and I okay. let my team I let my team handle the rest of the night. So <laughs> there you go. Okay, so yeah. they're not throwing back in the work. But Mike, I'm sorry, you had no. questions. No, I'm I'm good. I think I uh, this was this has been a lot of fun, and I can't wait to listen to. Uh, Season one here. I've got it. I've yeah, got the page I've, loaded. Um, oh, thank you. Me too. I've yeah. got it in front of me. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna listen to it also. This is uh, uh, be interesting to see. You know some of the oh, stuff here, and uh, we'll mention it every once in a while on the show too. I mean, you know, as as we go thank through, you. we don't mind promoting uh, promoting some of the, uh, uh, our guests. We've had guests on that have written books and that have. Uh, all sorts of stuff out there, movies and, you know, uh, yeah. you know well, wine likewise, movies. Well, I'll have to let everyone know that I got to be on a super long-standing <laughs> wine podcast. I can't believe I was able to come, come talk to you guys. It's so, such, a, such an honor. Oh, well, no, it's, like I said, it's honors ours to find somebody standing out there and jumping into it with both feet like you are in a podcast and, you know, the wine and all that. That's that's great to hear. And uh, I can yeah. only aspire to have a podcast as long, running as long as you two. That's, that's <laughs> big goals for us. Well, well, we can make it happen. I'll tell you what. Look, look forward to some of the glitches and things like that that happen too. It, it, uh, well, you might not have as many since you record and then post as we do yeah. when we do live. You know, the, the live. I know, maybe we go live. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Just, just kick it on live. Just let it go. Just turn on the tape and let it go. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. 
Well, so we might have okay. to try a live episode and see how it goes. Could be could be really interesting. <laughs> it could be fun. Yeah, there you go. Well, yeah. again, Grace, if if you ever need, uh, you know, you want to get in touch, I'll be more than happy to uh, appear and. Uh, Thank you, Ron. That's fantastic. I will, Talk I will about, probably take you up on that. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I don't mind at all. I just pretty much, you know, can jump in there anytime. And uh, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Best of luck with the restaurants. It seems like times are turning around, so it's going to improve and the restaurant's going to really take off now. And really best of luck with your podcast here. You, that's something thank that. Thank you is always yeah. fun and exciting and you know there's been weeks where we get on there and we go oh what are we going to talk about this week and then an hour and 10 minutes later we go okay i guess that's the show i mean it just it just flows yeah it just flows and so you you'll do well, that thank too you. thank you for all the warm wishes we we appreciate it i know everyone is running restaurants right now i hope it's feeling the same way so in the podcast yeah. keep listening we'll hopefully you know, season two hopefully hits sometime in August. That's, that's our right. main plan. But I can't thank you both enough for having me. This has been so fun. Thank you. Yeah, well, thank, thank you. you. And is do we know if it's going to be a boy or a girl for Elena yet? I don't know. They're keeping it a secret. Are they? Oh, they damn. are. They know, but they're keeping it a secret. So we oh, know my God. So they make their arrival. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was exactly. wondering if that would come out. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So, right. so, and, and, and I have to ask again, so I uh, be sure. A uh, pod bud is that the? No pod mate. Pod mate. <laughs> oh, yeah, pod mate. Oh. Okay. Right. okay. Mike and I are pod mates. I never mate. heard that. I never heard that either. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Maybe it's yeah. a term I made up. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> quite a phrase. Uh, I'll join it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then we tell people, Mike's my pod mate, and we'll get this little <laughs> sly look and a wink or two. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> All right, Gracie. Well, thank you very much. Have yourself a wonderful thank evening. You and so I look forward to talking to you again. Yeah. I can't wait. Have have a wonderful rest of your evening. Thank you so much. You also. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Bye now. Oh, I just disconnected there for. Uh, I thought I was uh, heard a clicking sound on there. Oh, yeah. okay. It's eight oh two p.m. Eastern time. I was just looking at the uh, breathegrapes.org, which uh, we've, we've oh, had on the show yeah. as well. And uh, Kentucky is the or was the forty sixth state to allow winery direct shipment, shipments. And Alabama, this was a shock, became the 47th state to allow winery direct Whoa, shipping. Wow, Alabama? Yeah. Just the fact that they allow wine in Alabama and, yeah. you know, out, <laughs> outside of Auburn or, you know, what, what's the, uh, the big university? Is it Auburn University? Yeah. Auburn, um, yeah. That they actually allow alcohol. I'm sure they partied even when there was oh, major sure. restrictions. Anyway. Um, yeah. And then um, Tennessee um, – the shipments uh, continue with favorable compromise, so it sounds like it's still some some restrictions or, you know, right. you can if you do this or something. And then uh, New Jersey and Louisiana are the holdouts, so uh, they're still Even not – Even Utah um, is shipping? Well, that's surprised me, though. Utah is usually – I don't see 
they're not on <laughs> excuse me they're not on the list so wow um that's on Utah's the front usually, of their side. you know i mean they're they're so oh, tight on some of their oh yeah utah is prohibited but that's not on the front of the page though that's interesting because oh. on the yeah, front of the page is. it says you know let's take action i guess they gave up on utah but, they um, may have yeah i mean it's Mm-hmm. So many restrictions and their their uh, their curtain, their uh, Zion curtain, and all that stuff. It just gets to be so crazy there. Alabama, Alabama is going to allow direct shipping uh, on as of uh, August of this year. Oh wow! So there's that one. Yeah. Now that's something um, that that really is something. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I'm glad. Move. Thank you for pulling up. Uh, you know the. Uh, Free the grapes. I, I see it, and I, I get emails and all that, and I keep on wanting to mention free the grapes, and I, I forget about it. So I'm glad you pulled that up, and all of you listeners out there, freethegrapes.org. Yeah, uh, great, great site, great site. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, we've. Yeah. In fact, the president of freethegrapes.org has always said that he he's look, working to get himself out of a job. Once every state does some free mm-hmm. shipping. Not free, free, but you know, unrestricted shipping. Then right. he's going to be out of a job, and he's working for that. He's doing a great job so far. Look at that. I mean, it just uh, mm-hmm. Alabama and Kentucky. Oh my gosh, that's yeah, very good, very good stuff um, there. So yeah, I was yeah, looking at it because I remembered, you know, she was in Kentucky, and I, um, but they don't make wine. They, you know, they just you know serve it uh, with the uh, restaurant. So right. Um, there's a lot of nice wineries in Kentucky. There really are. I mean, there's some beautiful wineries in Kentucky. And it's true. Every winery you walk into in Kentucky, they go, hi, welcome to such and such a winery. We used to be a tobacco farm. I mean, it's just like that's their – I think it's part of the Kentucky legislature greeting that you have to do if you're a winery. I mean, it's just because everybody agreed us that way. Everybody. You know, we, we used to be – Tobacco farm. Now we're a winery. Yeah, it's just... yeah state, state inspector coming around. Uh, state inspector in Kentucky coming around there. And, and what else do you have to say? Oh, that's right. Uh, we used to be a... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. You know, I mean, it's just you know, everyone we went into said that. And there were some beautiful wineries there too. I mean, some gorgeous, gorgeous places. Uh, and hmm. if I re- remember. A lot of them had restaurants, or what's that in Ohio? Ohio wineries, a lot of them had restaurants in it. I guess it was Ohio. Ohio. Still there? Yeah. Am I gone? You popped out for a second, and then you came back all sped up, and here we are. So you are. I wonder why that is. Doing that, that is weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's our usual. Uh, it, it's our usual, yeah. Our usual thing. Well, yeah. um, oh, well. Anyway, we'll let it go you, tonight. Uh, thank you to Gracie. Um, thank you to Gracie. She uh, came on and spent some time with us um, from Lou Vino with uh, five locations. Um, five locations. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Wow. Look for it. And they opened them all area. up right we, before COVID hit, too. I mean, you know, and you yeah. know, that was scary timing. Yeah. And, and uh, Gracie's got her, 
her website too, uh, her podcast rather, uh, Better with Wine. Yep. So you know, check that yeah. out. Yeah. And, uh, Better with Wine Pod dot com. Check it out. There's, yeah, yeah. There you go. And on story, Apple, you know, it looks like. Hmm. Well, yeah. <laughs> See, that's yeah. just it. She doesn't know the reach she has. She's thinking, oh, we're just recording it for the website. Next thing you know, you're like, uh, uh, yeah. oh, we're on yeah. iTunes. We're on Apple. You know, we're on uh, yeah. TuneIn. We're on these other formats. And before, <laughs> and before you know it, you're one of the top ten podcasts in Mongolia. I mean, it yeah. just happens. That yeah. Way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know that. You wait. You wait, Grace, and you're coming. Yeah, that's going to be yeah. fantastic. <laughs> oh my gosh, we just got rated. We just got rated as one of the best food broadcasts in Croatia. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you know, best of luck. Good stuff. Hope it happens. It's very exciting. hope it happens so, uh, for him. Yeah. Hope it's it, yeah. It's, yeah. It's fun, yep, exciting good. stuff. Um, so we will uh, but, return next. Uh, we might have a guest next week. We, oh, we say we may have a guest. I am in negotiations. <laughs> if that's the proper word, no, it isn't. But uh, oh, let me find him here. I can't find him. Uh, hmm. Yeah, but we we may have a guest. I received. An email. Now, this is a weird thing, too. I received an email, and it disappeared. I don't know what happened to it. I I really don't. I know I didn't wipe it out because whenever I get one with a guest, I protect it. But Mm -hmm. I received an email, and it disappeared. And then I got another email back saying, this is so-and-so following up because, you know, we haven't heard on the others, and it was like, "Oh my guys, thank you for co- you know contacting me again." I don't know what happened to it, but she's has two guests that they have, and I oh, where is it? It's not coming up here. Uh, probably because self deleted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Expired, oh, expired email disappears. Yeah, you know, after ninety days. No, what? <laughs> this is not, well. For some reason, this isn't coming. Sure, well, we'll tell them. We'll tell them. Yeah, on but, or uh, oh, here we go. Maybe this is. Uh, yeah. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Alicia hmm. uh, contacted me, and this is for uh, Thatcher. Uh, the name is Thatcher, and it says. Uh, Thursday, May the 27th, which is next week. So it looks like we'll have a guest next week, Thatcher. And let me see if I can tell you a little bit more about him to pique your interest. Uh, Thatcher Baker Briggs is a 29-year-old Samuel. wine industry. Thatcher is well known for parlaying his stints at elite restaurants, including Tokyo's Takazawa and Sassoon in San Francisco, Uh, into his own private wine consultancy where he procures the rarest vintages in Canada at age 13 and works 
working his way up to job picking bottles for the NBA, that's your story and unique perspective as a rising BIPOC sommelier who is working to close the gap in the wine industry would be timely and a welcome subject matter for the show. So that's who Perfect. is going to be on next week. So All righty. Uh, yeah, really. I, I They contacted me. I said, yes, yay, let's do this. And I uh, gave her the information. Lisa uh, is... <laughs> Our contact. A lot of these people have publicists. I, I'm, I'm finding out. We've talked to a lot of people in the business that have publicists to yeah. try to get their names and all that out there. So well, you have a publicist, don't you? <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah, I have. I have my publicist, and also uh, William Shatner to read Sorry. my books. And, and uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I remember yeah. that. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. we'll uh, we'll have our guest uh, next Thursday at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time, uh, right. right here on uh, Blog Talk Radio and uh, Facebook, and I guess it looks like uh, YouTube uh, went and distance with YouTube. us. So we'll, All right, we'll do this on YouTube again next week. So uh, looks like it worked good. out. Um, I can't wait to figure out what the channel is, how to get to yeah, it. But, yeah, this, this will be fun. I have no idea. You know, I'll listen to Gracie's podcast and then spend the next five days yeah. trying to find out where we are on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> By next week, I should know. We'll, we'll yeah. figure that out. Uh, <laughs> thank you all no. for uh, tuning in. It's uh, almost 8.14, and yeah. we'll, we'll see you all next week. Have a great thank week. Thank you all for listening. Weekend. Be safe. Yep. We'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> this, concludes this concludes tonight's broadcast of All About Wine, all about wine. with your host, Ron. For show information, links to All About Wine on Twitter and Facebook, or to be a guest on this show, visit the show website at www.allaboutwinepr.com. Archive shows are available for download on iTunes or on our show page at blogtalkradio.com forward slash allaboutwine. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Drink responsibly, and we'll see you next time on All About Wine. Bye. Turn that on. I think it's off. Everything's off except uh, Blog Talk Radio. Oh.